Socially profiling, socially profiling, hey, socially profiling, hey, socially profiling. What is happening, guys? Welcome to another episode of Socially Profiled. I am your host, Slimmy Slim, alongside with my brother from another mother, Adam Saleh. What is popping? Another episode. Let's get it. Tuesdays is one of my favorite days now. Seriously, like Socially Profiled has become. Our lives, man. Every Tuesday, we have a new episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. But well, we was on the trending page in comedy on Apple Podcasts. Yo, bro. already, man. Just two months into the game. Another, we already trending, bro. Trending again. Yo, round of applause. 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 Hey, we was trending, man. A huge, yeah, a huge shout out to all the Rotted Dice, to everyone who's showing a lot of love, a lot of support. Listening to us, um, we have a super special episode today. When we first came up with the idea of Social Profile, one of the first guests that we wrote down was the specific guest. Yes, sir. We have a lot of history with this guest. He is a superstar. He is a big inspiration. A big inspiration. Community. Yes. We've you know, known him for like five, six years now. And he's been, he's been a big part of our life, you know, like a, a big older brother for us, you know. So, so uh, today's guest is Amir King Kong. Oh, man. Bro, it's so cool because like, you know, like remember back in 2014 in December, that was my first time ever we flew out to Vegas. And we went to MGM to watch Amir Khan fight I remember, against Devin yeah. and Alexander. That's where you met him. You met him for the first, the first time. time. Yeah. You got to meet Amir Khan there. I didn't get to meet him because, like, you know, like he was so busy with his thing and they didn't want too much people in the room. So Adam went in the room. You got to yeah. meet him. And uh, I think he was, he was getting a cut or something like he that. Was, he was getting, um, uh, not he was just like eating. And, yeah, he was eating. He was getting a cut. And it was, it was just a lot going on because, you know, especially when you have a fight from two, two three days before. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, still like, he's such a genuine, really nice, like, yeah, his his attitude and personality like inspires me. You know what I'm saying, and it yeah. should inspire everyone out there in the world because what he does is always always positive. Yeah, and I'm really excited to have this podcast with him to I, see what's I'm, up. You know, like I'm so excited too because like you know like go, going to his fight was his fights like every year was like a ritual for us now. Like since since 2014, since Devin Alexander, the next year we went to another one of his fights, and another yeah. year we went to another one of his fights, and another then, one of his fights, and then he had a fight in Brooklyn with Chris Algieri. We yeah. went there yeah, yeah. every time. All our boys would get together. To watch Amir Khan fight, you know, like it was just something we did as, and especially the fact that you know we're Muslim, we're Arab, he's Muslim, he's Pakistani, and it's he promotes the same thing we we would we love to promote. So we love all the work he's he does in the ring and outside the ring, and um, uh, I think we should let's let's get to it, man. Let's get to let's get to the podcast, bro. You, you, should we just bring him on? Let's bring him on. Let's bring him on right away. Okay, okay. Let's. let's but before we bring him on, make sure you guys rate us five stars on Socially Profile. We would truly appreciate it. Make sure you guys subscribe and leave a dope review, man. Like we would truly appreciate it to all our Socially Profile fans. We we love y'all so much. And uh, yeah, we'll jump right into it. We'll jump right in. We're gonna Skype him in right in a bit. And here it goes. Let's get it, baby. All right, guys. We're here with the one, the only Amir King Khan. How's it going, Amir? I'm, going, I'm doing really well, thank you. Yeah, things are going well. Obviously, it's Ramadan, so spending time with the family and I'm just enjoying myself, really. How, how's, how's Ramadan been going for you in quarantine? You know, like, like how's been everything been doing? Like, what you been up to? So, Ramadan, obviously, is uh, we are going through quarantine and not really enjoying it like I used to enjoy it, where we, I was allowed to have people over to the house and open my fast with my friends and family, but we're not doing that anymore. Now it's all about staying at home, staying with your loved ones. For example, stay with your uh, family. There's just me, Faryal, there's the, there's the three kids. And luckily, Faryal's mum's here to help us with all the cooking and everything else. But That's amazing. It, does get, it gets very boring, but look, it's just one of them things. We all have to stay indoors. 
That's yeah. that's amazing. That's it's good. Um, same, same, same with us. Like, like um, during like this whole quarantine thing, like I even have iftar once with my family, bro. Like I've, I've been having iftar every day by myself and just with Adam. So like, it's crazy. It's a little crazy I, right I, now. I, you, you already I, broke I, your fast? I mean, I I literally just broke my fast about an hour ago. But oh, I've yeah. just never, I've never seen Ramadan be like to be like this ever in my life. I mean, it's the first time it's it's where you are on your own. Whereas normally, whenever you open your iftar, you know you've got loads of friends over, your friend, your family over. And you have yeah. a, like a big gathering and you open your fast, but this this year has been very different. Yeah, yeah. it's so true. And I've been seeing I've been seeing all over your Instagram all the charity work you've been doing. And seriously, may Allah reward you for what you're doing because you always what I love about you, even outside the ring, you're always doing a lot of charity work. You know, you have your own uh, um, Amir Khan Foundation. You have yeah. you know you do a lot of what inspires you. What inspired you to do all that? So I have the Amiakon Foundation and the reason I started the Amiakon Foundation is because I want to start giving back and I want it to be all logged. Basically, I used to do a charity all around the world, working with different organizations, and, but I didn't know where the money was going. And the reason I started the Amiakon Foundation was because I want to know exactly where the money is going. I myself will go there with, and, and, and you know spend the money in the right places. When people are building like orphan homes, for example, or giving food to the poor, I'm going to be there hands-on. I'm there with myself and with my team getting things done. And this is, I love that. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and you know, you get more, you get, you kind of feel it more when you, instead of giving money and forgetting about it, I like to be involved in it all the way to the end, from the start right to the end. And that's why mm-hmm. I started my foundation, so we can go to these really deprived areas and these deprived places and give to the poor with your own hands. Wow, man, that, that's that, it's so inspiring, man. Honestly, like, and for us, like, to be able, like, we we got to like collaborate with you on your with your foundation with the with your charity right. with the boxing match we did back last September, and honestly, that that was such an honor, man. Just you know, just to to fight in front of you, and we fought for our country for Yemen, and we raised so much money, and the fact that you know, so much that, a lot, and I just want to thank you, uh, Slim, and also want to thank Adam as well, and and the people who who supported us and who fought on the night because all that money went to Yemen. Or through, through Amikon Foundation, and and we was able to see where every penny was being spent and everything. So I want to thank all the people that donated and trusted us. But you know, with now there's a few big changes I've made in the Amikon Foundation. I've got a new team to run everything. See, everything has to be. Look, I want to show everyone where not where every cent, where every penny is getting spent. I don't want to be one of them charities to you know make the money, then people don't know where the money is going. Or where it's gone. See, that's why mm. I had to change my whole team. So obviously, we we moved away from uh, Riz Malik, who was uh, a trustee before. I moved away from him. Oh, I've wow. got another team now who are now taking care of all my uh, foundation for me. Because look, bro, the thing is, I, you know, I have to answer to God. And if I, yeah. if you get, I know Adam's given donations. Slim yourself, you give donations to me. I want to answer you guys when you ask me where's my money gone, which you should ask. I wanted to give you those answers, but at that when 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 the old team was involved, I wasn't able to do that. I didn't know where the money was going. I know it was going to me. Then for me, it will go to Penny Appeal. But now I'm hundred percent in full control of where the money goes and where. So whenever someone comes to me and says, "Oh, Ami, I give you ten dollars. Where did that ten dollars go?" I can give them an answer for even the smallest amount of money. Wow! You know, so that's why I did that, and I've made that big change. Hopefully, we're gonna relaunch the Amikan foundation within the next um the next month or so but whilst we are going through this quarantine time we're going through this covid19 i am still working so hard putting my own money in 
and like helping feed uh, poor people and less fortunate people, going to hospitals, giving first aid kit to them. And Alhamdulillah, it's going so well. And but look, uh, there are going to be some big changes, and you're going to start seeing some big uh, new things happening. That, that, that's amazing. Already, American Foundation was already so amazing because of you. Like you have a genuine, you have a genuine like a genuine personality, a, a, a trusted, you're a trusted person when it comes to what you do to the motherland, your, your home country, Pakistan. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, one thing I realized when I started to do charity, Adam, is that, you know, charity starts at home. Home for me is England. So yeah. I have to respect where I live. And I have to, there's a lot of people who are in need in the UK, let alone going all the way to Pakistan. Still, I do a lot. Of, I support Pakistan. I'd still, like, I've still, I've, like, I've given 12,000 food bags to families. So 12,000 families got food bags. Wow, so, mashallah, mashallah. I've seen it. You, you outside, like, recording with the mask on. And yeah, stuff. How, was, how was that? <laughs> you know what, bro? Honestly, it's, um, it, you do feel it. it. It makes you very sad when you see what, what the world's going through. We all need help. And, you know, some people have so much pride that they don't want to ask and put the hand down and say, oh, we want help. But you can see in their face that these people all need help. And look, if I was ever in that position, even, maybe I would be just like them. I would have so much pride where I wouldn't want to put my hand out and ask for something but so I instead of them asking I go to them and I give it to them and you can see a smile and put some people's faces honestly I've had people cry I've had people cry I've seen, I've seen it all over TikTok like it was on TikTok it was on Instagram it's you're literally inspiring so, so many people out there as, and that's what it's all about yeah. Adam it's all about inspiring like people like the other so many look we have so many uh, sports friends uh, we have like yourself you're my friend and we've done a lot of charity stuff together but this, I hope this inspires more high-profile people and they want to do a little Definitely. bit as well. Definitely, especially with you having a, a big name, a mainstream name all around the world and you're out there doing that. It inspires so many people out there. Just Definitely. I've seen... People, yeah. Look, because if, if people are going to think that if Amir Khan's busy uh, with his boxing career and training and everything, well, he still finds time to go out there and help and feed the poor and give food bags and help the hospitals. So if he can do it, then yeah, we can do it. So I think everyone should try their little best to do something. hundred percent. That's one thing too. Like I, I, I always see people talking about it too, and they always say how you inspire people, which is dope. And I, I always see like random clips of you going viral, like on my Twitter timeline. And this is one video that I've seen that I love. It's like one of my favorite videos I've ever seen of you is the Mir Khan bottle trick. I know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in the bottle and like, Everything was so smooth, and he just hit it, knocked it out with a hook. It was just so, like I remember that. I remember that. I was like, a few years back, yeah, a few years back. But it, it always goes viral again. Like I see it on TikTok yeah. sometimes, sometimes I see it randomly on Twitter. Like it's cool. Like yeah, y'all gotta teach me that, man. I'm gonna teach you that, but you know what? You know how long that took me. That took me such a long time. I swear. Yeah, I we take, we take, we take. Yo, it's it, it was worth it though, man. It was it's it was after, after two hours, I got it, and then when and I said to the guys. Uh, who the commercial was with? I said, "Listen, guys, I can't do it no more. I'm gonna do this one last time." I did it, and I said, "Oh, can we do one more time, a little bit longer?" I said, "Hell no, I'm done, yeah. man." <laughs> Another one I saw too was was it you did like a jab and like you blew out like five oh, candles, yeah, six candles. I tried that once. That was that, that's so hard. <laughs> Have you done it, Adam? You must have tried that. Huh? I tried it. I couldn't do it, but the way you did it was way different. Like. It just everything goes off. Like it's you just know what, you know. You know with a punch. You know what it's all about. It's all about the last thing that people don't understand. You know when you throw a punch, you twist it at the end, so you get that wind behind it as well. Wow! wow. And, wow. and obviously, I had to wear a bigger glove when I did that because 
uh, by wearing a bit of gloves, more, 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 more air is going to push. Wow, that, wow. You know? So there's a lot of science behind it as well, bro. Yeah, it's like, yeah, so yeah, it's so, it's like a whole experiment. It's a whole experiment. But I'm uh, talking about the UK. You know, you, you were one of the youngest Olympians in the UK at the age of 17. Like, how old were you when you started boxing? I've never even asked you this question really? you know, as, as, yeah, as well. We've known each other. So we've known each other a very long time, man. And uh, yeah, yeah we've never really spoke about these guys. Uh, yeah. But you know what happened with my boxing career? So I started boxing at the age of eight. And the reason I started boxing was because I was very hyperactive, very naughty in school. I used to always yeah. fight. And I was kicked out of like nursery. I was, like, this is like kindergarten. I was kicked wow. out of school when I was like four or five years old for fighting. Wow. I used to just love fighting and throwing a punch. So my dad just couldn't take it no more. And he said to me, look, I'm going to take you to a boxing club. No, as a as a as a Desi, as a as a as a like a Pakistani origin, you would think, why take the kid to a boxing gym? It's only going to promote more violence. Yeah. Think about it. You know, if I'm going to take it, he's going to become even better at fighting, and he's going to hurt people. But no, what boxing taught me was discipline. It taught me not to fight outside, within and and turn away from fights and walk away from fights, and only box and use your punches in the ring only. Wow. Yeah, that's so true, man. Boxing does teach a lot of discipline. That's like one thing a lot of people don't understand. Like, like when, once you go through like a boxing camp, like this is a train. Like, like us when we were training for our fight. Like, I went to a, an official camp for the first time. Like, to train like a pro fighter, like seven days a week, every single day. Like, like probably like one day off, actually six days a week. Like working so hard. So like, like I understand. Like it, it, when I went through my camp, like, it disciplined the crap out of me. Like it made me learn so much. Like, I, and I, I still love the sport. You know how hard it is, man. And and you know what? It's all it's all mental as well. It's not only just all physical. Physically, you have to push yourself, but mentally, you have to get yourself ready and prepared for the next day. When your body's hurting, you can't get out of bed. Your you got your arms hurting. You can just take a day off easily, but you say no, I'm not going to take a day off. I'm going to train even harder. So yeah. you, you kind of what would be what would be like your what would be like your roots your routine and your your mindset going into a fight. Well, when it comes to a fight, man, it's all just war, man. It's like, what goes through my head is, look, I've trained for 10 weeks, waking up early hours in the morning, going for a run. And then, um, you know, now it's all come together. I've sparred over 200 rounds of sparring in the training camp. Now it's time mm. to go to war. I've done all this training for a purpose to win the fight. Now I know I've, hard, I've trained harder than my opponent. I've been, I'm faster than my opponent. I'm stronger than my opponent. And then my heart's bigger than any opponent I've got in front of me. So. I go in there and I just I pray to God, pray to Allah that, look, you help me, you be on my side and get me through this fight in one piece. And I know that my skills are going to do the rest. Wow. I remember like going to, I remember the first time I went to, your, to one of your fights, it was like 2014. Devin Alexander. Yeah, oh, Devin Alexander. Devin, Devin Alexander. Alexander. Yeah. I was there too. That was my first time. Ever in in Vegas. In really? Vegas. Yeah. 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 And, and I remember like, that was one of the first times I, I, I met you and I've always been a big, big fan a big fan of you since like 2009, watching your fights with Maidana, watching, watching all, all your fights that you had, the highlights. And then when I met you, yeah. you were just so like, so humble, so nice. Like you're really, I, me. the way I am today is, is because of you too. You really inspire. No, definitely. Like, you know, you know, it's funny you said this because, you know, I've met so many young kids and they come to me and said, you're friends with Adam and Slim. And I said, yeah, they're my friends. And they go, and, 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 and they said, oh, he took a picture with those and they show me your pictures. And then they told me that you guys spent some, you spent like an hour with one kid and with his family. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, that definitely inspires me as well. Because if you guys can do that, uh, you know, and that motivates us to do the same thing as well. Because at the end of the day, we're all on the same position. 
you you guys have got millions of followers, people who love you, and you guys have always got your feet on the ground as well. So yeah. I think you have to be that way. And you know, one thing I realize is that when you have got your feet on the ground, God always helps you. You know, when you respect people, God always helps you back in 10 times the, you know, more. So, I, yeah, I love that about you. Especially, you. When, especially when you're so busy, like during, you're so, you're having, you're having a fight in MGM or like in T-Mobile Arena and, and you, so much stuff is, is going on and you still make time. So the fact yeah, that man. you do that is, I, I, pre, I appreciate that so much. You do that oh, to everyone. Want to, I think time. Slim, I think, um, I think it was a Slim. I think when you guys were, I think you had a couple of friends outside and they had no tickets for the fights and I got to the guys, listen, go give them some fight tickets. That was me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't speak at that time because it was really busy and yeah, you didn't want to be I was, like, I, I was literally walking to the fight, bro. I was literally walking to the fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we gave yeah, it. I remember it. It's amazing. Even when you go to, even when it was, it's like a ritual. Every time you have a fight, you go to jump out. Right before, yeah. right, yeah, like yeah. The night before, and then you go to the fight, and it's like, what are your feelings whenever you're going into and so all this attention come at you, the press, the media, people uploading. Uh, Amir Khan um, said this. This person said that. It's like, what you what are you doing? Is you're literally risking your whole life. That's what people don't know. Like you're risking your whole life going into the ring. People just think, oh, they're fighting, whatever. But you're literally going yeah. into the ring. You're like, you're risking your life. People, yeah, risking my life and. We're entertaining people, giving them entertainment. And, yeah. you know, at times, you know, like when, when it comes to the week of the fight, and I've seen you guys on the week of the fight a few times, yeah. you know, it's all about war, man. It's all about like you're zoned in. You're so focused that you forget about what, what's around you or who's around you. And you're so focused on the fight that you want to make sure that nothing can go wrong and there's going to be no mistakes made. And you're like, a, you're like a nun, you know what I mean? One thing on your mind, which is just boxing, nothing else. Yeah. And I obviously mean, I went to the mustard. I went to the mosque, remember, and I went there and I go to Juma all the time. It's like a ritual to me. I always go yeah. to my prayers. I thank God where he's put me and he's, he's given me the name and given me, put me in that position where I've got my picture on, on the Las Vegas Strip. I mean, that is like... Yeah, I remember I, that. that I dreamt yeah. of, you know what I mean? That, that's like a dream come true, man. Yeah, that's amazing. That's well, amazing. speaking of that, like you, you, you accomplished so much in your career. Like, do you have like a, the, like the, a proudest, like, career moment like moment in your career like what was the proudest moment in your career um the one of the proudest moments was going to olympics qualifying for the olympic games See, oh, I, was wow. of the, I, was, I was the youngest ever from the uk ever to go <laughs> to olympics right? and then, yeah man and i remember reading articles them days people saying to me that i'm is only 17 he's gonna fight men at the age of 32 and he's not gonna have wow. no chance against them and you know what i proved them all wrong man and that was like one of the proudest moments when you know, i was fighting against men believe it or not bro I didn't even have a shave them days. I was like a clean shave little boy. Wow. You know, and and um, I was fighting men who had like big beards and same age oh as my, my dad. Literally, bro. Because yeah, when you turn 17, you, go, you have to fight people who are way older, like 30. Isn't, isn't that yeah. like, intimidating? No, like, isn't that intimidating? Like, like knowing that like, you're a 17-year-old kid and you got to fight yeah, a man. grown-ass man with a big beard. Like, isn't that I like scary? Up, these, these guys had hair on the, they had more hair on the chest than I had on my face. <laughs> and I was like thinking wow and you know you, you know when you look at some uh, 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 you know a person's like the, his physique the opponent's physiques they had a proper physique like, they had a proper six pack where yeah. I had like a baby six pack yeah. you know what I mean oh two pack or something it was and, <laughs> and my arms were fully developed so like I was fighting these men and you know the way I could tell how strong these, these people was when you get into a clinch how they used to rough you around and push you yeah. around I used to wow these guys are so strong so I had yeah. to use my brain in there I had to be like look I can't stand there and fight them all the way I have to be smart and hit and move hit and move and kind of run around them and 
get them a little bit tired and then hit them, you know, with shots they don't see. And now a word from our sponsors of today, BetterHelp. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. They are licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, relationships, sleeping, trauma, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, anything you share like is confidential. They will not, obviously not tell anyone at all. They're super professional. And to anyone listening, like always think what interferes with your happiness? You know, is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. These are professionals licensed professionals on the website. You get to connect in a safe and private online environment and it's very, very convenient. You can send a message to your counselor literally anytime. This is so cool, man. Better help us. It's so cool having something like this. I would love to use something like this. You know what? A lot of people out there struggle and they don't have much people to talk to. So like with better help, it makes things so much easier for the world we live in today. Anybody can reach out and everything you, you talk about is very confidential and just between you and your professional counselor. And, and I, I just started using it and hopefully like they helped me find a wife. <laughs> no, no, but since, uh, hopefully they, they help. Like it's cool having a counselor, you know, you'll get your timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, like at a counselor office or doctor. This is literally from home. So I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash profiled. One more time, betterhelp.com slash profiled. Betterhelp.com slash P-R-O-F-I-L-E-D. And you'll have 10% off your first month. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash profiled. P-R-O-F-I-L-E-D. That's yeah. amazing. How, how was your like... Like what, what what age were you when you started getting into like love and boxing? You said you started at eight, but then like when did you start doing like amateur records? And how did you get even get to the level of Olympics, mashallah? Like going into that is you know what hard. Was, yeah, man. So I won national championships. I won the school boys they call it the first championships I ever went into. I won the gold medal there, and then wow. I started going to the junior Olympics I went to, which were in America in a place called Louisiana, and I won the gold oh, medal. Yeah, and I fought Victor Ortiz there in the finals. And I remember no when someone said, yeah, someone said to me, hey, who are you fighting? What weight are you? I said, I'm, I'm 132 pounds. And said, oh, my God, you're fighting Victor Ortiz. Man, you're done. I'm like, yeah. why? He goes, he's, this guy's not been beat for like three years. And everyone he, everyone he was up to fight against pulled out. They didn't want to fight him. They just pulled wow. out. Like, no, we don't want to fight So I went in there and I brought, believe it or not, I knocked him out in the second round. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, it's and crazy. It's professionals always fight each other. What, what people don't know is that professionals have been fighting each other from before, but they don't just know. Bro. Exactly, bro. And then what happened was um, they said to me, uh, the, the American Olympic team head came to me, coach, and says to me, yo, um, are you going to Olympic Games? I said, Olympics? I'm only 16. He goes, well, the Olympics are going to be next year in July. How old are you going to be? I'm going to be, I'm gonna be 17 in December. He goes, you can go to Olympics. Wow. He said, why don't you come via America? We'll, we'll give you a green card. Fight for America. Wow. And I thought, wait a minute. So then I went back to UK. And then at that time, the head of boxing in the whole world was a Pakistani guy called Anwar Choudhury. Anwar yeah. Choudhury was the head of the whole world of boxing. Wow. Believe it or not, yeah. So what he said to me is, look, fight for Pakistan. I said, look, I'm from England. And 
I'm going to ask my first England coaches if they're going to allow me. So England said to me, fine, well, let's, let's see you spar with the number one senior. I was only 16 at the time. So they wow. put me in the ring with the guy who's the number one in the UK. He was about 26, 27. And I sparred with him. I outboxed him. I took him apart. And then they said to me, fine, we're going to send you. And then the first tournament they ever sent me to was in Germany. And I fought the world number three senior. So wow. I was literally going in the deep end all the time. And I knocked him out in the second round as well. Oh my God. Believe it or not, bro, like they said to me, like, wow, this guy is going to go far, man. Like I had the hopes. I had the UK media. And then I remember just a month, be- no, two months before the Olympic Games. No, I think it was three months before the Olympic Games. What happens is there's a new tournament that comes up. Now, I've just turned 17 now. I'm eligible to go to the junior world championships. Now, mm. I'll, I, so I said to the England team, hey, can I go to these championships? They go, are you crazy? Why do you want to fight as a junior when you're a senior? You've just qualified for the Olympic Games. You're the only qualified boxer from the UK who qualified. So why do you want to go to junior championship? I go, because I'll never be a junior again. You know, so let me, I want to go to these juniors. Yeah. So they sent me there, and I don't know if you know, you, you might know a bit about boxing. You know who I fought there was the current world champion at the time who was, um, you know, the boxer called Ugas. Ugas, the, Ugas. I, I, I must have heard of him, Ugas, yeah. Yeah, he's, and then there's Ugas, yeah. So I boxed him. Uh, you're Dennis Ugas. He's the 140 champion. I know, yes, yes. I, I've heard, I've heard of him. him. And bro, I, I annihilated him, like took him apart. I put, dropped oh, him twice in the fight. Yeah. I beat him. And then I broke my hand in that fight, believe it or not. What? I broke my right hand, yeah. In the and fight? In the fight, yeah. So what the England training team said to me that, hey, uh, we need to pull you out of the championship because you go into Olympics in three months, you have to be ready for it. I said, look, don't pull me out. I'd rather win these championships than be pulled out. I'll never pull out of a fight. So I said, I'm never going to pull out. They said, no, you have to pull you out. You've got a bigger tournament. The Olympics is even bigger than this. This is only a small tournament compared to Olympics. Mm. I go, no, it's a world champion. I want to be a world champion. So let me fight. Bro, believe it or not, God was on, God, God's my witness. And I 100% said God was on my side. I hit the next guy who's a French bronze Olympic medalist with a right hand, with the same right hand that I broke. Oh, my God. Out, and I knocked him out. Hey. Oh my! Let me see right hand. Let me see right hand. Like, oh my, right hand's okay now. It's, it's okay. Yeah, because right you always have like like marks all over you. Like, I, I be looking sometimes when I watch you. Your, your hands are like, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. Oh my god! Yo, look at that. Yeah, it just wow. It just does not look normal. Like it just you you know you've been like that. That hand went through a lot. That's one thing. You know. yeah, <laughs> but that, but that, it's crazy. And so then, so then after that, you know, I won the gold medal there, become world champion, and I was so confident. Then going to Olympics, I was like, wow. You know, now I'm happy. I'm going to go to Olympics. Luckily, my hand healed up quite quickly. It was only a small fracture. It healed up and then I went to Olympics and so well, man. Wow. Alhamdulillah, man. It's crazy because a lot of people, what a lot of people don't know is that you, you, you got to go, you got to dedicate your whole life literally to boxing. And, and with you, you've been blessed and you worked hard to, to get into the Olympics. And what people don't know is that Olympics is the best in the world. Not just the country, it's the yeah. best of the best in the world. Yeah. Like they, and they chose you from... To the only one from the UK, so that's a big, big accomplishment. Yeah, you have to qualify for the Olympics, and so they they give you um, every weight category. Now you can imagine, you know, the whole of Europe, yeah. uh, they have to fight in three different tournaments. Now you have to get the gold medal or the bronze medal. And the first tournament I went to, I got beat of this uh, kid from I think he was from like Russia or somewhere. The yeah. second qualifier, I had two chances. Then the second qualifier, I fought the same guy again. 
and I beat him, yeah. and I won the gold medal, and I qualified for the Olympics. But they have to go to a third one. But every, all the other British boxers tried to qualify in all three, and none of them qualified. So I'm the only British fighter to ever qualify as well. Wow. And the Olympians in 2004. Well, this is why you're you're literally looked up in in all of UK. Like you're you're an idol in the UK, and not just in UK, but you also broke out in all of America and all of the whole world. So and we love that, especially you being Muslim and always promoting like good and, and Islam. That's what we love the most too. Like you're using no, your whole definitely, platform. Definitely. And I remember the first time I went to America was for the fight against Paulie Malanaji. And that was oh, like, uh, oh, he's from New York. Like his neighborhood is from, like ten minutes away from me. Five minutes. That was a crazy fight because even in the way in, yeah. you guys were like in each other's faces, like going yeah, crazy. Bro. You, that's what boxes. That's what makes fighting. That's what makes a fight, man. It makes it more exciting. And what happened was in that fight was we had that drama in the in the in the way. In. I pushed him because he said something to me, and yeah, then he always talks. I broke up. A big fight broke up, and um, and but believe it or not, the viewership on that fight was so big because people wanted to see what's going to happen in the fight. So in a way, it was like it promoted the fight even bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. Well, you, you're never usually the one that like like tries to start. You know, yeah, he's the yeah, guy. It's usually the other people. Man, I remember he was being just like he was being he's being a. Yeah, he's being naughty, super naughty. Yeah, that, that's like that's one moment I remember a lot because like that was obviously big, and also another moment I remember was when like Greco when, when, when he, uh, when he, yeah, he, yeah. he knocked him out in one round. <laughs> Yo, yeah, bro, Greco was Greco. Obviously, he's come off a big fight against uh, Spence. He went seven eight rounds with him, and wow, then yeah. they thought that listen, we'll put you in the ring with him as a comeback fight because after my hand operation, he was my first fight to come back at, and obviously he was ranked uh, in the top ten or whatever. So I said, yeah, no problem. I'll take that fight. And then he, at the press conference, he started talking shit, man. He started yeah. saying this, like that. So I threw a glass of water all over his face. I remember. Like, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Give him some lemon water. Man. Yeah, man. It's I so funny, it's so down, funny man. to see you go savage, though. It's so funny. It's crazy. Like, yeah. you're always a nice guy. And then when you see, yeah. when, like, if someone pisses you off, like, that's like, yeah. you know what I'm going to say? Bro, like, like, bro, that's it, man. You know, it's always the nice guys that you don't want to piss off because they're the ones that can get nasty, you know. And obviously, Definitely. he did get under my skin. Uh, which normally I don't really get things under my skin, but he got under my skin and I, I kind of, and I obviously the fight showed then. I took him out yeah. in one round. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was amazing, what, man. What was your favorite fight that you've ever, like you ever had as of your professional um, career? The favorite fight? Um, you know what? I liked the fight when I fought against um, Colazzo because, you know, there was a lot of hype there because Mayweather was the main fight on that show. And yeah. He wanted me to be on the a chief support, and I remember meeting like Rick Ross came into my changing room and he goes, "Yo, man, you're a bad man, you're a bad motherfucker." <laughs> That's what he's saying. And the little hey. Wayne came in, yeah, little Wayne came in, and they were like, and I could like I watch these people on TV. I'm like, wow, like little Wayne walked into my changing room, like what the hell? Wow, that's <laughs> amazing. Yo, you're a bad motherfucker, man. You're a bad motherfucker. I'm like, yo, hey. that's so cool. I'm like, my dad's there, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna keep it down a little bit. My dad's there, bro, <laughs> and um, yeah. But you know what? That was a good show because it was it was such a big fight. It was on pay per view, and that was the first time I fought in a big pay per view fight. And that yeah, that one has to be one of the top big fights I had. Yeah, that's amazing because a lot of a lot of celebrities come to your fight. Even w- one of your recent few recent fights, you had Tiger taking you out. We seen like yeah. Rick yeah. Ross. We seen a lot of actors. It's just crazy. And yeah, how, crazy. you got to that point. Oh, but you know what makes it even more crazy? Like, you know, sometimes you see someone like, like I saw Drake one time. Yeah, um, I saw that video of you, Drake, yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, bro, he, 
he, he saw me and he goes, yo, Amir, like, what's... and I thought, wow, he knows my name. Like, yeah. yo, Drake knows who Amir Khan is. Like, he's like, yo, Amir Khan, come over here and start doing some shutter boxing wow. and like, thinking, wow, that's dope. That's so sick. Like, crazy. And same with when I'm at P Diddy in like Vegas, same thing with, yo, Khan, what's going on? So they know your name and you think, wow, these guys are like superstars, bro. Like, how yeah, are they yeah. going to remember my name? You know what I mean? And the funny, the, the latest, latest story was this. So I was in uh, San Francisco and I was uh, invited to this um, dinner with, uh, not dinner, you know, Mike Tyson did the stand-up uh, talk about his uh, life. And oh, yeah. I was invited to one of them. So I went there. So they invited us at the back room. So at that, in the back room, in the VIP back room where you, you can meet Mike Tyson, there were likes of, you know, um, Mark Zuckerberg and all these Google heads and all that. Right. They all went to see Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson walks in the room. There's been 50 people who are probably 50 times richer than me. I'm bigger than me. He walks in and goes, yo, I'm here, Khan. What's going on? And I'm like, damn, you remember from all those yeah. people you mentioned my name. So all these heads are like Google and heads of like Facebook. Look, I'm thinking, who the hell is this guy? That's you know amazing. I mean? That's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's, even it's, you, you, don't, you, you probably don't even know, but you're... You're a big, you're a superstar too, but you don't know because you're just too busy fighting. You're too busy fighting and just. I'm busy, bro. I'm busy with my family, bro, and just keep my head down, man. And you know what? Alhamdulillah, look, I've done so much in the sport of boxing, and you know, it is more towards the end of my career now. I want to just relax a little bit. I've, I've been in the game a very long time, and now I want to start focusing on other avenues, like, for example, charities, and one thing I want to start doing more of. And now, like, you know, and it's about all of it utilizing your. Your, your fan base or your people who know who you are, maybe one day getting like Definitely. Mike Tyson to a charity event with us. Definitely. Obviously, look, like having a name, I, I was very happy to get yourself, Slim, and, and also Adam to uh, to do a boxing event. All money went to charity. So, yeah, man, I mean, look, I'm very blessed that way that I can help, you know, That's raise amazing. money for poor people that way as well. What, 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 do, you, what do you think about, about YouTube boxing? Like, like people, you know, like... Logan Paul, yeah. KSI, and all these people, like Slim B, all of us, like, because it's kind of controversial. Like, a, lot, a lot of boxers, like, there's yeah. boxers that, that disagree with it and they hate on it. And then there's boxers out there that, that you know, think, oh, it's cool, you know, it brings a lot of eyes to the sport. So I want to know from your perspective, like, what do you think when you see, like, YouTubers, oh, like, trying oh, to I think it's brilliant. I think it's amazing. And, bro, like, believe it or not, when I saw you fight, you guys fight, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I thought you guys had to be. Fighters, man. I swear, like, hey, that's what I got. When you throwing them shots, I was like, you must hate your opponent because you must have the personal <laughs> beef with him, brother. Because you were beating him so bad that I'm thinking, yo, like, these guys are like, and you guys can punch. It's not like, you know, normally you get guys who have never boxed before. They'll go yeah. into a fight and they won't know what to do. Or they'll kind of just throw a few punches and get tired and hug. And you guys were like, like, Professionals, bro. And I was like, in the ring, bro. And then Adam, you as well, bro. Like, obviously, you went in the ring with a guy who was like three times your weight, bro. And I yeah. thought, why are you taking the risk? Obviously, yeah. you don't want to let your hands down, bro. Which I, I remember, you, I remember you were telling me, why am I fighting someone who's like 30, 40 pounds more than me? But I generally didn't know he was going to be that, that that heavy. But it just, I, I was, I was being kind of cocky, but then I felt the power. I was like, yo, in boxing, yeah. even if they're just, Someone was getting mad. Remember that person that was getting mad that he, because his opponent was one kg more. Yes. Yeah, he was bro, getting you know mad. That, bro, you know a kg means a massive. It makes a massive difference. Yeah. Even a few pounds. Look, you give away like thirty pounds, but so much weight, and you know what? You can get seriously hurt. This is a sport where you know yeah. every punch is going to make a difference, and you one punch away from getting hurt. So a lot of props to you. I know you didn't want to let your fans down who came to support you. Well, still, sometimes you have to think, 
for another day, you know what I mean? There's always Definitely. another day and we all have to think about our health and our families. Definitely. And I remember you helped me that, that time in my fight because I, I got knocked down in a second. I was like, whoa, like I felt his power. And I, and then you came and then you, you that's all I remember seeing. Everyone yeah, bro, else was like, and I said, you need to chill, bro. I go, you need to just keep your hands up and just move around. Look, bro, you was winning the fight easily. Look, in boxing, it happens. You get caught with a big shot. But you win the fight so easily. But obviously, sometimes you think, okay, I'm going to get him. But you have to remember, he's a heavier guy. He could take more punishment than you're going to take. So obviously, yeah. he threw a looping shot. A haymaker, you went for the kill. But obviously, you have to do a lot more to put him down. And obviously, he caught you with a, with a shot you probably didn't see. But look, yeah. it's all about being calm in there. And look, you learned, man. You, you got up from it. You Normally, what people would do, and I made that mistake myself, when you get knocked down, you'll go straight back into the war zone again. But you yeah. didn't. You took a step back, took a deep breath, and moved yeah. around and recovered. And you just boxed him. because You, you, you know let him out. You like just, just go in and out, in and out. Just go in, in and, and out. out. You're, good at it. you're good at moving. You're good at, you have good footwork. You have good movement. So why don't you utilize that, man? You should have. And that's what you did after that. And martial yeah. arts. Honestly, you two guys, man, I mean, it, it was amazing, honestly. Uh, we've seen you guys fight, man. Yeah, I, I look, I'm a professional fighter, and I've been around a lot of fighters. I've been in the gym with fighters, but with what I saw with you guys was like, wow. Honestly, yeah, I'm not just saying that. Seriously, you know, like, ha- having you a part of that was motivated us a lot because we didn't want to let you down. That Amir Khan or oh, Amir Khan Foundation, yeah. that we're making sure. Yeah, and, and the fact that you always you you gave us the platform Slim. to help Yemen. Yeah, man. Slim's, uh, Slim's similar to my weight, so I, I was hiding after the fight thinking my mom's going to die. I see, like, there was a round when I, I hit, I hit, like, was with a straight right, and I see Amir Khan's reaction, like, I saw you, you, you and your wife, you were saying, like, oh my God, like, you're so shocked. His face, he was so surprised yeah. during the fight, like, you know, he's watching. I was seeing you hit four shots, like, what a, a proper professional would throw. Now I'm thinking, wow. these guys must be lying that they, they've never fought before because these guys got fight, man. Yeah. But look, you come from the streets, you guys were born in the streets. You live in Brooklyn in one of the roughest neighborhoods in America. Yeah. So yeah, man, yeah. I respect you boys, man. That's, that's, you where, uh, that's where 6 9 is from. Do you know where 6 9 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to ask a question. As a, as a UK person, what do y'all think of 6 9 Just because... He's the guy with the tattoo on his face, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know much about him. I just think that the guy's a bit, like, he just doesn't give a shit, really. You know, he just does what he thinks is right. Yeah. I mean, he just does what yeah. he wants. I think, I think he seems a little bit lost to me. Yeah, I don't definitely. think he's all there. But I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the drugs. Is he taking drugs? I don't know. But it seems that this guy is on he something. He's, drugs, yeah. no, he's lost. He's a little lost. You're he's right. Not, yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, when fame hits you that quick, and that big, and you've got the whole world under your feet. I mean, you, it, can t- it can take you the wrong, on the wrong path, man. And I think I feel sorry for him. I think he needs some good advisors and good people around him. You know, people who care for him, not his money. You yeah, know, yeah, you know yeah. what it's like, bro. You know when someone gets successful, you're always going to... Sorry about that. Have leeches. You know when you get, you know when you get, you're going to get a lot of leeches and stuff. So, yeah, man. Uh, I just wish him that, you know, he gets the right people around him and who, who are there for him for the right reason. That's true. That's crazy. That's great. I'm, uh, I, I remember... I've always like a few years back. I've I've seen videos of like you and um and, and Floyd Mayweather going at it, going at it. Oh, I swear, I'm telling you, like he, like, because I feel like, in my opinion, and, and I feel like definitely in a lot of boxing analysts' opinion, you're you're the fastest boxer in the world, Marshall. You have the fastest hands, so I feel like Mayweather was definitely like kind of 
ducking okay. you away because he knew and Mayweather's not really Mayweather's not really like a knockout artist. So you would have I felt like you would have outboxed him and beat him, but he still he just Mayweather wasn't the biggest puncher. See, obviously if I were now I got beat, I got beat off very big punches where they caught me with a good shot and I was gone. Yeah. Other than that, I've never really been a boxer with Mayweather, he's not a big puncher at all. Mayweather yeah. would have been a game of skill and a game of like a game of chess. Would have been yeah. hit moves, you know, picking the right shots. And my speed would have overwhelmed him. And I think I would have caught him with shots that he would never have seen. But that's the reason the fight didn't happen. I remember, you know, talking to me with him. He was like, yo, I need a dancing partner. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. And I'm like, yeah, Floyd, let's make it happen. And obviously, but deep down, he kept saying that, but he never really wanted to fight me. Yeah. And um, it upsets you because he'd even done a poll with me and Maidana, someone who I beat already. That was a crazy fight, by the way. That was a crazy yeah, fight. fight. I, I, we, watched, we, we watched that fight together, together like so many yesterday, times. Watched it yesterday. I watched yeah, it man. when I was like like 10 years ago in high school. That was a war, man. Yo, was war. You were going war. And I, and, and I remember, yeah, he like he, yeah, he yeah, had some trouble with Maidana. You beat Maidana, yeah. Yeah, he had big problems with him. And I remember when Maidana caught me on the 10th round, bro. Like, I, yeah, I believe, the, it, believe it or not, I do not remember nothing yeah. after that fight. Wow. wow. Oh, with, with the Maidana fight? How after party, yeah. like the celebration. Do you remember that? No, I didn't do a celebration. See, them days, because I was quite new in America, we won't yeah. do no celebrations after that because no one really knew me. And I was slowly building my name up. And uh, But no, I didn't do that. But I, 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 um, I don't remember nothing. I mean, look, I might have gone to one, to be honest with you, but I don't, I don't really remember. <laughs> Who was the hardest puncher like from your uh, opponents? Was it, was it Maidana? Canelo. Can I, can I buy far Canelo? Canelo, uh, yeah, Canelo. I remember Canelo, yeah, Canelo was like four, you know, you four, four, that Canelo fight was crazy because you were outboxing him for like the first six months. Like you were outboxing him so yeah, good. But bro, you, know, bro, like, you know, every time he'd hit me, like I would feel it. Like I wow. swear to God, like it it would take so much out of you. Boom, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, that, that hurt, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. Canelo even went up in weight. He went up in weight and he knocked out a man in bigger weight, like at one. He's, he's like a heavyweight. He's, he's a like big a, man. He's yeah. a big. He's a very big guy, and he was like. He yeah. said to me that uh, the fight had to be made at 150. I wanted to make it at 150. He said, now we're going to do it at 155. Because he was an A-side, I said, no problem. Took the fight at 155. So I thought he was only going to put on 10 pounds. I looked at the size of him on the way, and I thought, you know what? He's not too big. He's about my size anyway. Bro, believe it or not, when he walked into that ring, bro, he was like total different. Like, it was like a different person. He walked mm. into, into that ring around 180 pounds. Oh, wow. And it's, it's, it's so much different as a professional. Like, every pound is a difference. And, yeah. like... People don't even understand. You know, with the gloves. See, you guys, when you fought, you got you were fought fighting with the normal foam gloves. See, yeah. nowadays, a lot of foam gloves. There's a lot of gloves made. Some are made with foam. Some are made with um, horse hair, which are, after a round or two, the horse hair mm. disappears. It's like being hit with, like, baseball bat, really. What so, the hell? It's not level playing, yeah, it's not level playing field. But you know, one day when you come to my house, bro, I'll show you the gloves. I'll show you some horsehair gloves and I'll show you some normal gloves. Wow. You so horsehair gloves are more yeah. powerful. Yeah, and they move. And they yeah, like, because, but basically, I can't wear them because my hands are probably breaking them because we, I, I got thin hands. But with with the... So I have to wear the foam ones because I, I need protection more than... Yeah. Uh, yeah. But with the horsehair, bro, someone with solid hands, they'll, they'll punch through a wall, bro. I'm telling you, like you wow. literally... Like, it's like you've been hit with a baseball bat. That's crazy, but you you have I give you my you get my respect. Everyone should should respect you for even stepping in the ring for someone heavier than you. And to know now that he fought someone who's like hundred ninety pounds, two hundred pounds, it's like he's fighting Andy Ruiz. Exactly, and then and then he was caught testing. He was tested positive a fight after. 
Wow, so, yeah, he was at the pause. I remember with, uh, with the, and then he said it was like some beef from Mexico or something like that. That's what he said, his excuse. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's kind of shady. I don't know. That's, that's kind of shady, but uh, Alhamdulillah, like it's just, but the, main, look, the main thing is, is I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm in good condition. I'm safe, and look, these are all memories I can always share with my friends, my family. That you know, I had these big fights. I'm my kids as well, you know. So I'm glad I've been in the biggest arenas, fought the biggest names, pound for pound names, and I've experienced that. So yeah, man, it's the, it's the best. Would, would you ever? Would you ever like? Are, are you planning on getting back in a ring anytime soon? I would love for you to, like, as a boxing fan, I would love for you to to maybe fight like. Manny Pacquiao have another fight or yeah, or, or to fight the what's that the Indian the Indian guy that you were supposed to fight yeah. Yeah, I would so love to see that fight Pakistan yeah. versus India oh that'd be massive that'd be yeah. you know Yo, you need to you need Saudi, to do, Saudi Arabia again yeah, <laughs> in Saudi Arabia yeah. again. Dubai <laughs> yeah, man, you love it man 100% looked after me that time in Saudi Arabia I was looked after by the the royal family so well wow so, um, and, and and being a British, uh, being a British Pakistani, there's a lot of British expats there. There's also a lot of uh, Pakistanis there. So like the stadium was full of like old people, man. It was crazy. But to have the fight against the Indian guy would be massive. Or even Manny Pacquiao. So look, I'm gonna see what goes on with this COVID nineteen now. When is boxing gonna open up again? Then we yeah. can start arranging what the best dates will be. But look, there's a lot of talk about the fights happening in Dubai. There's that's been going on for some time. There's talks mm-hmm. about Saudi Arabia. There's even talks about Qatar maybe coming into boxing. Wow. So, wow. This is the time, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm quite lucky to be in that position where, you know, we could fight in these places where no one ever fought. Because after yeah. me, when I fought in Saudi Arabia, it opened the doors to all other boxes. boxes yes. And, yeah, you were the first um, one to ever do it. Yeah. 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 And Joshua had the second one and they made so much money in that fight. Oh, my yeah, God, bro. bro. It was crazy, but like, they don't care, yeah. bro. They just fought you. <laughs> you you've been you've been boxing for years and years. Like, how many more fights you think you you'll want you'll want to do? Because obviously you don't want to. I'm, I'm pretty sure your parents yeah. and your family, your wife, your kids wouldn't want you to like continue because it's just it's it's not worth it. You've already done everything. You, you you've already done. I remember me ten years ago. You were knocking people out, beating them, and you're still doing it now. It's crazy. Oh, I, it's crazy. I, 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 world champion twelve years ago, bro. That's yeah, wow. I mean, that's and, and you're and, still doing uh, it, Marshall, at this yeah, time. Been, been, and since then, we've been winning international and other world titles and stuff. But you know, the thing is, bro. Um, look, like I said, it is the final, final chapter. I think it's all about now just being very smart. Maybe one or two more fights, and then call it a day because you know your body's breaking down. All the hard training that we do, all the hard sparring and everything we do, it's not easy, bro. And um, yeah. you know, all the traveling and being away from family, being in training camp. So, yeah, I mean, look, I think one or two more fights and let's see where Definitely. things go. You never know. After one or two fights, I might be like, you know, I want another one or two more fights. So it's hard yeah. because yeah. I know once I leave it and leave the sport and I retire, then I'm, I'm going to be like, oh, what should I do now? You know, like yeah. I'll be lost without boxing, boxing my life, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, you, you also have your you also have your American promotions and American Academy, your boxing yeah. gym, your promotions. What, what do you, I've always seen you like, in Pakistan, having like you see, me and someone talking about it, you always you, you, like a lot of Pakistani fighters are, are looking up to you. A lot of Muslim fighters are looking up to you. Who do you think is like upcoming? Yeah, like, yeah. What do you think about town? Huh? Upcoming boxing town. Like, what do you think about like? Um, you know what, bro? Like, look, we have Amir Khan academies all around the world, and we have um, um, the one in the UK. But there's so many good fighters coming up now, and it's great to see there's a lot of Yemen up and coming fighters. 
there's a lot of Pakistani up and coming fighters, and I hope you know that they they, they go they go all the way and they never give up because the talent out there is huge. And now people are more confident that they can do so well in the sport because they've seen me do it. So they're like, whoa, if Amir's done it, we can do it. See, before what used to happen in the sport was that our people used to be like, oh, they'll never pick us. We can never be a world champion because we're Asian, we're Muslim or whatever. But no, I think every, if you've got the talent, you can go all the way. You know what I mean? That's why I, I did it the hard way, man. So uh, you have to do it the hard way. It's not going to just come or fall on your lap. Yeah. If you yeah. want to be the best, you want to win the world titles, you have to keep on pushing and grinding. When people are asleep, you have to be out there running. When people are taking days off, you have to train in the gym. So yeah. that's what I did. Bro. I like my my life is crazy, bro. So it's been I've literally my last twenty five years. I've I've literally lived by boxing. Wow. You know I mean, nothing wow. boxing. I've been. It means something like I'm saying. Like we did that that camp, that okay. professional camp. Yeah. We just imagined you like how we do in each all your. Every Almost like fight. 30, every single one of your fights, your amateur fight, and doing all that is like, this so no, much. No, yeah, like there's never no days off too. Like after, after a yeah. fight, like, like, like after a camp, after you win a fight, you probably take like a, maybe like a week, couple of weeks off and you go back in the gym, right? Or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. exactly. But that's what it's all about, man. It's all about like just going through that pain barrier. You know what I mean? Not thinking about the pain. At times, you know, you'll be hurt. Your arms will be hurt and you can't throw a jab. You think, no, I've still got to the gym and you have to work, overwork that, you know, or come through that pain barrier. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's, it's a tough sport, bro. It's a, it's a it's a deadly sport. But look, we I'm in it now, so I can't really change my path yeah. now. So I'm like, <laughs> like I'm just gonna keep on doing it. Um, was it uh, a big part of your career though? Like you were like single in boxing. Like when you became when you yeah. got married, like how was that when you started like boxing, like getting into fights and stuff? Like, you know, like how was that? When, like yeah, married, how did it affect your it boxing? Hard, bro. Yeah, but you know, obviously when you're married, look, you you've got a family, and they 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 rely on you really. I mean, God forbid, something happens to me in the ring. My wife, what's my wife going to do? She's married to me. I've got two kids. No, I've got three kids. So really, the pressure's on you as well. So you think, wow, I don't want to ever leave them alone. And I'm in a blood sport where one push can change my life. So I'm like, look, I want to be there for them. So that's why maybe I've, I've said one or two more fights because I want to be there for my family because, look, you're yeah, always one person if I'm getting hurt. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like, you know, everything we do now is for my family. You know, everything I've done yeah. in my boxing career is for my family. and. You know, I, I don't really enjoy myself with Lamborghinis or Ferraris. Or, you know, I want my family to enjoy it because I, I've been yeah. working all my life and I just want to just keep it that way now. So I've done I, what I, I want. Love, yeah. I love how you're, you're, a fam- you're a family guy. And I always see on uh, Ferriol, sometimes she would prank you on her on her Instagram and mess with you. You would have the funniest reaction. <laughs> Me and Slim, you know, we want to plan to like, I mean, one time we want to like prank you sometime, but it's going to be unexpected. But we're letting you know. <laughs> bro, dude, bro. I'm like, you know me, bro. I'm one of the look. I get, I, I'm quite squeamish. I am quite scared of things. Well, I'm, when people can scoop me out a little bit, but like, I hate that kind of stuff because it makes me look like a proper pussy, bro. Like people can be like, yo, like this guy's, is, is he really a fighter? Like you know what I mean? And, uh, my wife's done me so many times. Like I've said to her, listen, no more, man. Like she always wants to do these crazy videos, and I'm like, okay, yeah, no, it's funny because she was, she was drinking the tea, like <laughs> she was yeah, drinking the tea, like. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah, was funny to me. that was so funny because your reaction yeah, is hilarious. Huh? I'm like, she, she goes, I'm going to do this thing you have to do with me. So I'm like, oh my God, man. And then she just does dumb things, man. My wife's crazy, man. She does dumb things. She walks past me and she goes, oh, you just burnt me. I'm like, what are you talking about? This bloody cold drink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me find you. Oh, um, you mentioned it, uh, some. What? All right. So, uh, all right. Uh, I seen an interview of you uh, yeah. on the internet before, and uh, you you were talking about how you you 
preparing for your fight with Crawford, and you you mentioned how you sparred Devin Haney, and then yeah. you talked about how Devin Haney, uh, you think Devin Haney could beat Ryan Garcia, and it kind of sparked like a little like yo like yeah, animosity. No. You, you got like, you got all of them just because he, he said his opinion. Yeah, yeah. He said everyone is like, oh my god, yeah, they got. They're, 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 they're saying they're gonna beat me up and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I'm like, wait a minute, like. You know, my juniors, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you never said nothing bad to either. I don't yeah. know. Who's in his opinion? Yeah, Devin, Devin Haney came up and said, yo, this, that, another. And then um, then the other kid, Ryan Garcia, said something. So I had to ring them up, man. I had to ring them up and say, yo, listen, what's all this about? You know what I mean? I mean, I ain't no old man. I can still have it, bro. You know what I mean? They're <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like, oh, no, nah, man. It just uh, Obviously, the reporter just said it the wrong way. It's nothing like that. I spoke yeah. to Ryan Garcia on the phone. He was cool, man. He was like, oh, man. Yeah, he's cool. Kid. I like him a lot. We met him, too. We met him. Yeah, man, look, you know, in boxing, bro, we have to sometimes do things like this to kind of get to that next level. See, they maybe like, coming up to that world level now where they're getting a recognition. And you have to call out the names. Look, I was the same. I was calling Floyd Mayweather out. At uh, that time, I was calling people like Zab Judah out, and I got to fight with him. So mm. you have to do these things because it's about promoting yourself as well because you, you, can't, well, you don't want to be the quiet one. No one's going to talk about you then. So yeah. in a way, it maybe did them good by calling me out because people can be like, who's this kid? Then they're going to keep yeah. looking, watch their fights and think, oh, you know what? He's a good fighter. Let's start following him. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I remember listening to that interview. You you were just saying your opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. I think Devin Haney could beat Ryan. Uh, out of nowhere, boom, he just came with a whole video, a whole this, yeah. told they, they felt some type of like, oh, they both they respected you. Like, oh, I know Amir, Amir Khan's a great fighter. And all. They, 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 still, they respect you, though. Yeah, you know? they said, I don't know why they would say something like that. But like I said, it makes news, in it, bro? So I'm like, yeah, let's definitely, see, definitely. Well, like, look, I wish them all the best. Look, there's so many good up-and-coming fighters, man. And they are two who I think will be world champions and do big things in the sport of boxing. Yeah, man. I mean, boxing is always getting more exciting. And it's just crazy to see there's always a generation that's coming up that's coming to yeah. take over the game, you know? Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, uh, What have you been, like, outside outside of boxing? What have you What have you been up to? Like, what you, as you said, you're doing a lot. lot a lot of yeah. charity work right now. What else have you? you know what, charity work. Been doing feeding a lot of the um, less fortunate people in the UK. Doing food banks where we could take food back to people's houses, drop them off. I went to the hospitals, giving face visors, giving hand sanitizers to people. So I've just been doing a lot of uh, charity work. Really going around to places and getting my car full of like sanit- sanitizers and food and bags and boxes oh, and yeah. stuff and just handing them out, man. Look, well, this is my look. I'm on time off. We're in quarantine. We can't really do much. But if I can help the community and help the people around me, then I'll do that, you know. And um, I've been doing that day in, day out, man. I enjoy it. And I love helping out and doing my charity bit because it makes me feel at peace, you know, when you do that. And, I mean, it's good to see that you guys always supporting me, helping me in my charity as well. And, you know, without people like yourselves, you know, people would not know about the American Foundation. So I want to thank you guys as well for being very supportive and being there for me. But no, charity no, no. Thank you for, your, for what you're doing. What you're doing, like, it's... Get a mastermind of, of making this happen. And guys, to anyone that's listening or watching, make sure you guys follow Amir Khan on Instagram if you guys want to stay updated with all his, everything that he's he's been up to outside of the ring, in the ring. His Instagram is Amir King Khan, A-M-I-R-K-I-N-G-K-H-A-N. Make sure you guys follow him. Um, oh, was it, I, was, I wanted to ask, yeah, so you finally, Alhamdulillah, you had... You had your son. Congrats on that, but yeah. you had a boy. Oh, what was that? What was uh, you did? You did uh, <laughs> about a month ago, bro. About a month ago, yeah. I, I can't. I, I, I can't remember seeing the post. Yeah, but I just don't remember exactly <laughs> when. I've been home too long, you know. So would, I, would you? Would you ever? Would you ever? Huh? 
quarantine's getting too slim, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> OD, OD. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Would you ever make, like, have your son, like, become a professional boxer or? You know what? I can't see him. I, nah, I wouldn't want him to, bro. Yeah. See, like, look, when I, my nose is all, my nose is a little fat nose when I was a young kid. He's got a nice, cute nose. His yeah. nose is good. <laughs> He's good, his face is good, his eyes are he's a good looking kid, man. I'm like, nah, I don't want to see you get punched in the face, man, because yeah. let him be a lady, man. Man, forget that getting punched in the face. And, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I no, I wouldn't want to see him getting a ring as well because look, yeah, yeah. Man, put his life to risk, and I'm doing that for them. I'm doing that for them. I'm working so hard for them so they can live a good, comfortable life. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's but, so but, true. But, him growing up, though, a lot of people grow up. Oh, you're a Miracon son. Let me see what you got. Like he's 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 obviously gonna have yeah. some of your genetics. He's he's obviously gonna have some like some great I skills. I let him go in the gym and try it, but you know, like look at the Rocky story. I mean, his yeah. son become a good fighter, then obviously, um, and then look up Apollo Creed's son came up, and yeah. so it's the same story, bro. Look, it's part of genetics, and he's gonna be a good fighter, and there'll be some, you know, maybe he wanna do, but I'm not gonna push him. Look, if he wants to go and do boxing, I'll support him. But I'm not going to force him to something, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Nice, that's nice. amazing. Yeah, that's it, it is. It's true. I can't even imagine if, if I had a son, yeah, I'd even have nothing. Like, yo, can you give me any tips how to how to find a wife? <laughs> a, a, a you know what? Well, to God. On Tinder. See, pray to uh, God. Pray to Allah. And just, you know, God is the most giving. And pray to him. And I'm sure he'll give a girl to you on your lap, man. Inshallah, that's, not, yo, that's good. That's a really good. You don't got like a cousin from Pakistan that you can hook him up with. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we get him. We get married. We get you married in one of the Khan families, bro. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that'd be that'd be cool. You having a Pakistani kids? Yeah, that'd be really. That's a good mix. That, yeah, yeah man. I don't like, see. See, in the UK, there's not that many Yemen people. We've got Nassim Hamed, who's a Yemen, obviously. But yeah. apart from uh, him, I know I got a guy used to work for me called Sam. He's Yemen. But there's not many Yemen, Yemenis in, in the UK. But, in um, Birmingham, there is, I think. Oh, in Birmingham. In Birmingham, maybe there is. Oh, yeah, maybe there is. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep my eye out, man. I'm going to find someone for you. <laughs> <laughs> I want the UK accent. I'm find one for you, yo. I can't find no one for you. <laughs> I'm already married. Yeah, I'm married. Mashallah, so that's your uh, your wife. I see you guys are doing some crazy stuff, man. On yeah. your, uh, <laughs> uh, so I'll follow you, boss. Your stuff, I think. But you, you guys are funny, <laughs> I think, yeah. thank you, man. That means a lot. Wallah. Seriously, man. And I'm happy that we finally got you like on this podcast too. Like when when, when like when we first saw this podcast, like one of the ideas people wanted to get was you and like just the fact that we're doing this now, man. It's like it's no, so no, chill, man. No, no, it's no, no, man. I'm I'm happy you, guys, you guys have always been there for me, supported me. And whatever I've done from charity to boxing, you've always been there supporting me, man. And, I, and when you asked me to do this, I didn't even have to think about it. I was like, yeah, man, why not? My brother, man, seriously, that means so much. Guys, if you're listening, make sure you guys stay up to, up to date with what Amir Khan is doing. His Instagram is Amir King Khan. Um, inshallah, after this quarantine, we, we get to hear some, some new news and yeah. see, see what's going on. Because everyone, I, I've been home, but I've been just watching the stuff you've been going out and doing. And it's kind of inspiring me. It wants yeah. me to do that, too. Especially so in Ramadan, because you do all this giving back in Ramadan, like, you know, yeah, everything, all your rewards get, like, multiplied. Man. And make so, sure you guys support the Amir Khan Foundation. It is, it does a lot of charity work in Africa, Pakistan, all around the world for Yemen, you know, what I UK. Do, uh, the whole team saw it. We've got a new team with the AK Foundation now. What I want to do, but I want to take you guys out one day and be with me when we go out to, like, helping these uh, orphans or doing some charity work together, even, even like give, maybe giving food boxes out to people because you'll see yourself like 
when you give a food box to a family, these people might not eat for like a week, bro. And you know wow. the smile, the hug you, and it, it and it gets very emotional. You know, I'm a fighter, bro. Like, yeah. you know, I'm a tough guy, and still, boy, even kind of. We're definitely know, down. Let us know anytime. Any, anytime. You know, you New York, bro. Look, you live in your Brooklyn area, so what we can do is maybe go out and and give food or sleeping bags to you know the less fortunate people, the poor people out there. So. The homeless yeah. people, especially. So uh, maybe do something like that. I'd love to do it with you guys as well. Inshallah, definitely let us know any t- anytime. We would love to do more work with Amir Khan Foundation. We've done the charity tour last Ramadan and then the boxing match. And we would still love to continue on doing way more with the Amir Khan Foundation and with you. So I'm, um, yeah, we're excited to see what the, what the future has, has to hold, Amir Khan. Thank you so much for, yeah, for your you, time bro. today. Thank you guys for having me on here. Like I said, I hope it goes really well. I hope you guys, uh, this show is a success. And people, it's good because people get to see the inside. They might think, I mean, he's a tough guy, the boxer, whatever, but at least people got to see the real side, you know what I mean? Which yeah, you guys yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, man, Amir, man, appreciate you for coming on, man. And inshallah, yeah. we'll link in the future or something, get some training sessions in or something, you know. Okay, brother. Enjoy time with your family, right? Salam, man, take care. Salam, see you, right? There you guys have it, Amir King Khan. That was an interesting. That was yo. That was seriously one of my favorite. One of my favorite podcasts. He was so genuine, so real. I love that he talks like he. He's not shy. He would say it straight up. He's he's a leader. He's a really dope leader, and I'm really excited to see what goes on with him in the future. Yeah, of course, man. When he said when he mentioned the the charity thing, it kind of like gas me. I want to do. I'd love to do like another. Definitely something like you know feed like help people. Imagine things he's been doing because like that that kind of like changes your like perspective on life honestly like when you you help feed someone who's been hungry and starving it kind of like opens your eyes every single time like remember that time we went to india oh that was amazing remember we hope like like just doing things like that really like or think those are things like you always remember forever you know i I would love to like me you and him going to like somewhere to helping the orphans because we love doing work like that and he loves doing work like that and that would be an amazing 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 experience and to show the world you know especially the fact that he's going outside right now you know, especially given, with COVID, with yeah, COVID, with COVID going and, on. you know what, we, you know, what we should do, we should do the same thing he's doing and make that a challenge, you know, like go out and give something to the needy of, every, of what he did. He has a whole box of like all the house stuff, like salt, sugar, food, milk, water. Um, He gave me the whole list, like beans, this and that, like the whole list. We should definitely do that. Just go and around give and it, give it to people. Go, huh? go around and just give it to them. Like, you know, stay six feet away, boom, give it and just dip. That's it. Like, and because I've seen him doing that and it was going viral yeah, all over TikTok, all yeah, over that's Instagram. That's sweet, man. That's, I, I appreciate that, man. Like, seriously, it's very inspiring, honestly. It's very, very inspiring. Like, he's, he's not only inspiring, like, just regular people. He's also inspiring, like, people who, who are also influencers as well. So, like, and, and, and the fact that if someone else does what he's been doing and he gets all, like, a lot of good deeds for that. So, yeah. I'm excited. We, we, got, we got to definitely do something like that, Adam. Inshallah, man. You guys will see it. So, check out our Instagrams. My Instagram is Adam Saleh, A D A M S A L E H. Oh my God, I hate seeing my Instagram. It's so long, but it is slim underscore slimification. S L I M M O F I C A T I O N. Oh my God, so long, <laughs> so long, so long. But um, uh, yo, thank you guys so much for listening. We truly appreciate y'all so damn much. Next week is going to be another special guest, as always. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, stay ser- tuned. Yeah, seriously, thank you everybody who's been supporting us, listening to everything. If you listened this far into the episode, we appreciate every single one of you guys. We're going to wrap this episode here. See y'all next Tuesday. What another episode of Socially Profiled. And Socially Profiled is... Outcha. Love you.